Couch Co-opers, Couch Potatoes, and Couch Codependents. This is the Couch Co-op Show, the greatest video game show in the world. Yeehaw! I'm yeah. Ian, along with Jared. Hello. Aaron. Hello. And Dave. We live for the couch. We die for the couch. We sit on the couch. <laughs> I, I'd rather be sitting on the couch right now. <laughs> Same here. Remember, you can be a part of the conversation here on the couch by leaving comments and questions over on Twitter and Facebook at Couch Co-op Shows. All one word. Remember, no hyphen. Also, you can be watching us stream live... Hi. Hello. Stream us live over Twitch at twitch.tv slash the couch co-op show. And we will answer questions from the chat. If you type some in, we will be happy to answer them. Uh, We try to go live around 7 p.m. And it is 7 p.m. Monday nights. You can get the audio only version of our show as a podcast on iTunes and Google Play now. Let's get the show. Nice job, Ian. Let's get the show on the road. How is everybody doing? Doing good. Fantastic, actually. It's a wonderful day in the Oregon and Washington area. Yeah, lovely and warm. Nice and pretty, too. Nice. A couple more days of the warmth. Yeah. Dry and white can. Windy. You mean we have to go outside? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chores. That's the drawback of it, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, chores have been waiting since the the beginning of winter. Pretty yeah. much. It crimps yeah. your video game time when you have to mow the lawn. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you guys want to do first? You want to do a listener question or you want to do news and speculation? Well, question. The, Let's go question. straight into Let's the question. All right. As long as it isn't Ask about away. my breath. All right. It's not about your breath this time. Uh, BookumFan78 asks, what year in video game history does each of you feel is the most important or best of its time? Is the year of... The invention of a video game, the particular game or system co- came out. Uh, plenty of things to think about. Just wonder what you guys think. Mm. What is okay? I, I guess I'll start uh, with the when the PlayStation One came out. I think that was ninety eight or ninety seven. No, that was ninety five or nine. No, I think ninety six. Okay, it? yeah. So no, I think it's ninety two, ninety three. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, when the right. when the PS One came out, because. What I remember most about the PlayStation 1 is that Sony published, or maybe not published, but they allowed such experimental games on their system that it just broadened so many horizons of different styles of games to come out in the future. I'm going to be so the it one. Was a, it was a good... I was actually kind of... We're kind of uh, 94 is when the PlayStation 1 came out. Jeez, uh, okay. Wow. I didn't realize I had Damn. it that long before I graduated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember first seeing it in college. Okay, in so ninety four. Uh, but yeah, so that that's why I think it's uh, the most important. Uh, just other than you know that I like the PlayStation brand. It's uh, yeah. also a lot of those ideas have just carried forward throughout time. Uh, like even something as simple as the music. So this is a this genre. Uh, then uh, to, to to add to your your idea of what the most important basically the moment Nintendo told Sony to fuck off. Yeah, is yeah, pretty the beginning much. of the, of yeah, what be, will become the greatest movement in video games. Yeah, which uh <laughs> I, it was cool to see that in Nintendo PlayStation. Oh yeah. You know in some ways it's awesome. good though cuz one became two. Uh yeah, you know now you got the PlayStation and Nintendo. It's not well, like ni- it's not either or. For Nintendo's a little while, Nintendo's managed to hold on for that generation. But then Sony would eventually kill Sega, which that that yeah. makes me think if but it Nintendo did, Nintendo might have killed them. You know, you never yeah. Know. Well, yeah, it makes me think like if if that didn't happen and it was the Nintendo PlayStation, would Sega still be around? Would they have shot themselves in the foot? 
They probably would. GameCube or Game uh, Dreamcast would have been huge. Yeah. Maybe Microsoft oh, would have oh, yeah. took over the world. So that yeah. that changed the face of the video game industry just like, like real so quick. I, it's crazy. I gotta say the one year that changed was when the Xbox came out with their first like online network gaming thing because you can connect from people all over the world or local like that completely i feel like changed the game i don't remember when xbox xbox live so that's like what halfway through the xbox's lifespan yeah ish yeah yeah it wasn't on launch yeah so that'd be like late very late 90s that got huge when halo 2 launched i think is when the multiplayer online really exploded yeah because halo kind of started it and then yeah yeah I, I feel like that's like the time when it actually kind of completely changed because not only you can play like right down the street with people or you can just go play with someone that has an Xbox on the other side of the United States or wherever, as long as they have your um, your username or ID or whatever, as long as you can do that and get a secure thing, which at the time was not so good. But Was the oh. original Xbox, like when video game patches on consoles first were introduced? That, it, it probably was. That sounds like something sense. that would. You know, my Xbox 360 wasn't connected to the internet for most of its yeah. life, and it managed all right without patches. Yeah, I think it's probably PS3. Okay, so Jared's going PS1. Uh, Aaron's going with uh, Xbox Live. We're talking about years here, though, aren't we? Yeah, but I mean, it, well, it's console or year. It's that that time period. The era. The era. Yeah, that, that era. For what do you What do you think? What is yours, Dave? Mine is 1992, and the reason it's 1992 is that was the I think that was the year that Commodore went bust. So the Amiga went on under. They released the Amiga CD32, which was a 32-bit CD console. You also had the Atari Jaguar and its associated things coming out about then. You had the 3DO was kind of a thing. Um, you had you had the Sega Mega Drive with the CD uh, 32X and the, you know, CD Drive. You had, yeah, you had so much going on, and there were so many companies in the market, and so many kind of, it was that kind of very early transition from disc and cartridge to CD, where the games were becoming, you know, you know the music was stepped up another level, and the um, graphics were stepped up another level it was like going from teams of five or ten programmers to you know tens of programmers so i think that was a that that was probably one of my favorite years because things were just moving so fast and changing so quickly yeah i I get that that's uh, a lot of the game systems wanted to be in like multimedia pretty yeah, much that was it. Yeah. Yeah. full Multi- motion media, video yeah. and all that stuff that was I a mean, huge you had craze that, back yeah, then yeah you had those games like night trap and those yeah and that make my video wasn't that uh, back in around the same era as uh, the pc game seventh guest where like so much video oh, yeah, yeah so i might i might be wrong on the year it might be 1993 but it's like that early 90s it's that that's close enough when you had like all things were moving from two-dimensional sprites to pre-rendered 3d graphics and oh yeah once the polygon started hitting yeah. the systems that was pretty huge i don't think they even had polygons then it was it was like motion capture <laughs> but well uh they they kind of tried like what didn't the sega cd have virtual fighter yeah they had that vfx chip yeah and the star fox was C- in the around CD, that yeah. era yeah the mo- mode 7 yeah, graphics so on the super nintendo yeah so all that was kind of hitting right around there and you know it's a close tie between when 
new generations of technology come out because I always enjoy that period because it seems like the programmers have got to gr finally got to grips and they're getting the most out of the previous generation of technology. And then you've got all the new stuff, which is taking it to the next level. That's a good one. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of uh, with Aaron in that generation. I'm going to go with the PS2. So for me, it's like, well, that came out like, what, 2000? So 2001, I think I got mine. Yeah, that's about right. Um, because before that, I, I never was really that into video games. They didn't look that great. And I feel like the PS2 in that generation kind of ushers in better cinematic stories. It does usher in uh, the mass market. Uh, there's, they just uh, the games look a lot better. Um, I don't know. And then eventually you do get the multiplayer aspect from Xbox and Sony. Will you'll see some of that a little bit. You won't see like an online presence yet. But um, I don't know. That's just when I also when I really started playing video games really seriously. So uh, that's kind of where I would be. I don't know if that's innovative, but it just feels like it matured enough that then. I didn't feel like it was just a like a, a game for plus, kids. Plus, it was a cheap DVD player. That was the oh, first was time that? a system There's had a DVD player yeah. that actually worked inside of it. I got one on launch day, and I, I think that's the only DVD player I had up until like yeah, yeah, same here. the same. mid-2000s. Trojan horse. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it was totally a Trojan horse. That got the technology just Well, yeah, people everywhere. just assume DVD players now are $30, 40 Back mm. then, they were $200 or $300. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Your PlayStation 2 was $200 or $300. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, great question, Mr. Bookum fan. Uh, and so, uh, what is Bookum? Uh, LTJ Bookum is a musician. Oh, makes, okay. uh, trance music. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, I uh, thought maybe for it was those some Japanese thing. I'm in the uh, mode. No, for <laughs> those, this is a Justin question. Um, okay, uh, let's go on to news and speculation. Uh, Valve acquires Capo Santo, the developer behind uh, Firewatch. Sweet. This weekend, that you news mean broke. Valve are actually going to make a game? Well, they're not making it, but they're going to publish it. Yeah, oh. they're going to put some money in it. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, they're getting back into publishing, and Capo Santo is going to have like basically endless funds to make their games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Well, someone's got to do it for Valve, right? Well, that's that's Maybe pretty. Make Half Life Three, you know. That's pretty awesome. On top of their news of several weeks back, where they said they're getting back into game development. By yeah, because themselves. Because they, they have their card game, collectible card game, coming out. Yay! <laughs> Not that anyone Is that cares. a Dota mm. card game, right? I, I think it has. I think it has different characters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I used I to know. play this in high school. I used to play the Star Trek collectible card oh, game. Oh, fun! Yeah, Pokemon over here. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Mr. Pokemon Aaron and Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't pass me. So, yeah. Yeah, an ultra-rare future enterprise. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Card Blops 4, no single player, but Battle Royale, possibly, probably. That's the latest rumor on that one. Basically, is it safe to assume from now on any multiplayer game is going to have a Battle Royale mode? I wouldn't doubt it. Would There's going to be so many yeah. E3 yeah, announcements. Yeah. Battlefield is also testing a Battle Royale mode. Um, but the bigger thing is is that Cobblox 4 is not going to have a single-player campaign. Yeah, I saw that. That's I, I think Sad. out of all the Call of Duty games, the Call the Cod Blops or Black Ops is the one that I stopped playing their single-player because... Uh, uh, Black Ops 2 just kind of annoyed me with some of the random game modes they threw in it, so I just didn't finish that one. I didn't play 3. I'm not interested in 4. I think there were even statistics they released, or at least uh, one of the publications released, that uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 
is like uh, the least amount of people play their campaign, but way more people played the World War Two one, the more yeah. recent one. Maybe it's just the eventual, you know, we've reached the end point. Let's just skip the uh, Codblops story and go straight to the multiplayer because a lot of people just play those games for the multiplayer. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, a lot of people don't even know. They're just like, what? Huh? There's a story and here? It always asks if you want to download the multiplayer or the campaign first when you opt to download the patch or whatever, or install it's kind of funny. Well, we're not the target audience no. for Cod, Call of Duty, really. Yeah. No. Wake me up when they have the dildo sword. Oh, right. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. never happening. Uh, yeah, it keeps snoring. Vroom. <laughs> um, so there's a new Castlevania game oh. on uh, mobile. Yeah. <laughs> what? Huh. Not what you wanted. Not what you're expecting. Who's going to? No. Konami's just trying to make money. <laughs> Hand over fist. Um, new Doom film at Universal. Oh, God. Yay! <laughs> Are we excited? Uh, I'll check it out someday. Uh, I hope. I really hope they have hopefully. a first-person mode at the end of the movie. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Yeah, hopefully they get some lighting for this one. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. boy! Uh, speaking of battle royale modes, Housemark, uh, formerly of making great uh, arcade uh, twin-stick shooters, teased a new uh, multiplayer battle royale game shooter called Storm Yay. Divers. Yay! I don't know. I mean, no one was buying Housemarque's games, they claim. Uh, so they needed to switch their their focus. And uh, Battle Royale, guys, I guess when you don't know what to do, Battle that's Royale. A, that's where it's at. Yep, Boss Key and uh, Housemarque, they should join parties. Jeez. <laughs> oh, right? Well, yeah. Boss Key seems Boss to be doing Mark. all right, though. Uh, hopefully. I hope that game works out for It's rough, Cliff. though. I watched, I watched some streaming of the, what is it called? I don't even know. New it's Radical Heights. Okay. Um, it's pretty crazy off the wall. They, it's possible they might have dildo bats at some point. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> write, write them an email, Dave. <laughs> it's basically yeah. like Saints Row, but a, but a, but a battle royale game. Um, something that was really exciting to me, uh, the Beyond Skyrim team teased their next uh, uh, big uh, mod uh, of uh, Iliac Bay. So it's like where the Britons live. And I don't think it's ever been actually in a game before. Uh, so this is a massive, huge mod um, by this team. They didn't really have a date, but is it looks... Is this team a bunch of am- amateurs? They're not doing it for money, or is Right, it? and it's a huge team. Yeah, that's that, um, that's what makes it more impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's pr- it's pretty crazy. It looks... I mean, their last... Uh, what was it? Not It wasn't Cyrodiil itself. It was a city in Cyrodiil. But the, that game world looked even better than the actual Skyrim game. I mean, and this looks like to be on par. So I wonder how many of these people are like young enough where they can submit this as work as kind of their resume to get into the gaming industry, or if this is like a bunch of dudes that are already working in it and just like, yeah, I want to do this for fun. I know it's I know it's not a maybe it's not on a lot of people's interest, but I would love to see a documentary that was like uh, officially approved by Bethesda about all the modding that about the community of modding what Bethesda thinks about how far th- I mean no game has been modded as much as Skyrim and just how big that community is I would love to see like a really officially supported documentary on that I think that'd be super interesting that would be pretty cool um tomorrow D- Detroit become human demo uh, you'll get to play the first uh, chapter of the new Quantic uh, Dreams game so we can d- download that on our PlayStations? Yes, if you are so inclined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. I'll check it out. Um, 
they're also the, the developer behind the game is also being is suing the two French journalists who wrote the story about the toxic work environment at Quantic Dream. So that's <laughs> interesting. Oh I, I, I don't know if it, it's I don't know why, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's like just leave, just let them be. The journalists have wrote the piece. You know. Yeah, they're trying to drum up some, uh, you know. Publicity, any pu- yeah. you know, any good pu- or whatever that's saying. I can't is. imagine lawyers are much cheaper than good publicity. Right? Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, God of War number one in UK sales, best in franchise history for the game. I thought you weren't going to mention that till later. <laughs> no, you know that's just uh, part of the the news. You know, yeah. so uh, yeah. Congrats. Um, and uh, I don't think there's much. Uh, uh, there is some other stuff. Did they say how many of those uh, PlayStation Pros they've sold? No, they haven't. No, no. I think the only better game that launched this year with higher sales, physical sales, is Far Cry. But Far Cry is also a multi-platform game, so it's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, and I was looking at Far Cry today actually, and it's still not gone down. It's still like fifty-five bucks most places. It's been selling too good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's usually the sign of a good game, is it doesn't. Right. Well, uh, it was just until the, the game of the year edition. Game. It didn't come out that long ago, Usually. though, either. I mean, true. Um, and that's all I have for the news. You sound disappointed. Mm, it's kind of. I mean, all the news is going to happen yeah. tomorrow. Oh, so. of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two, <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> works. Tuesday. Let's hit all the news. So uh, yeah, we're gonna segue from the best sell sales of God of War into God of War. Uh, the topic of today uh, is God of War, um, and I thought we would talk about what our experiences uh, with the game have been in the past years. You know, uh, we used to do this old uh, uh, thing called Franchise Focus, and so we're going to focus on God of War franchise. Um, so I'll, uh, the original game was crea- uh, creative director was David Jaffe, uh, and that was in 2005. Oh, wow. Uh, God of War 2 was in 2007. Then there were two... Uh, oh, wait, and then there was a mobile game called uh betrayal in 2007 a 2d side scroller oh yeah wow i forgot about that i didn't even know they existed then in 2008 and 2010 there were two psp games chains of olympus and ghost of sparta then 2010 was god of war 3 2013 was the not so well received god of war ascension which was a prequel and it also introduced multiplayer for the first time so, uh, which of the series wants to go? Who wants? Who's who, who, God of War three on the uh, PlayStation two or PlayStation three? PlayStation three, three, and then they had a remaster for yeah. four. Yeah. Uh, so, which okay. ones did you guys play? One, two, and three. One, two, and three as well. One and two. I played one, two, and a little bit of Ascension. How did the multiplayer work on that? I did not play the multiplayer. Mm. I was going to say, okay, <laughs> a God of War multiplayer. Just that doesn't seem it, bad. It good, doesn't sound bad, but it doesn't. It doesn't immediately suggest any particular gameplay mode to I me. believe they gave Ascension away for free on PS3. Yeah, I believe so. Huh. I, I didn't download or play it, but uh, I claimed it in my library. Uh, yeah, I think I, think, <laughs> I, think uh, I claimed it's, it. It's sitting in the pile. It's just there. It could be an easy platinum. You never know. You should go back oh, to it. Oh, I doubt it. If it's online, they probably have a bunch of dumb online trophies. Uh, yeah. yeah, no one plays it anymore. Yeah. So, so what do you guys think of the franchise, though, Like initially? What was your experience with it? I always really liked it for just the grand scheme of things i didn't really think too much about kratos i just really enjoyed the backdrops because uh they've always been really good about making really huge 
looking environments with a lot happening. Yeah, and large creatures. Yeah, to and the feet. creatures you're smashing their face in, and these things are huge, yeah. way taller than your screen or anything in it. Uh, so yeah, it's the scale has always really impressed me with those. I would always, I I kind of put it in the same category as Devil May Cry games. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, sense. in the button yeah. mashing battles, but there's some scale there. But it's kind of linear. It's not all. Oh yeah, up until maybe the latest one, which I haven't played. But yeah. I played the first two, and they were they were very enjoyable, and the story was pretty good. And they weren't hard games, but they were fun to play, like mashing up the combos. And so my first experience with the game is, uh, I think, so I had a 2003, 2004. I had a subscription to PSM, mm-hmm. PlayStation Magazine. I might have had it in 2005, if it was still around then. Um, so I think I was on a mailing list, and I actually they actually mailed me, or some because I was on a mailing list, uh, Sony mailed me a uh, a demo for God of War in you know like a thin little cardboard. Yeah, thing. Oh yeah, back when. And uh, yeah, that was like my that. first experience with it, and I played through it that first thing, and then I was just like, nah, I don't, I'm not interested, and so I didn't. Got a war wave hit, and everyone liked the games. I know Justin was a big fan of the games, and I used to watch him play it. But uh, I was just never a thing I was that into. And then, what was it? I was going, I don't know, I bought the PS3 remastered versions, and I was like, oh, I'm going to give this a try again. And I played through one and most of two, and uh, I just couldn't stand Kratos. It just drove me nuts. I was <laughs> like, I'm done with this guy. Like, fuck this. And I don't know why I played Ascension. I just tried it. Maybe I was trying to like harvest some trophies out of boredom or something. I don't know. Or there was a really slow, but then I just couldn't get into it. Like, so that's kind of where I, my, my, like, huh, this is uh, most of the, it's funny too, because most of Sony franchises like Uncharted, God of War, just not interested into, you know, just <laughs> like, man, I just don't care. Um, but I am a big Sony fanboy, which is, uh, you know, bizarre. But um, yeah, God of War, I just never really cared. Yeah, I like Sony's consoles, but yeah, a lot of the franchises just don't do anything for me. Well, I think by the time God of War 3 came out, I was, you know, old enough to where I didn't really care about the gore or anything like that. Like, I remember seeing the stage performance and he's spilling the guts out of this enemy. You know, it's a really super violent game with guts and blood and knocking heads off and beating their skulls into pulp. And it, it was all about just the pure violence. So I'm, I'm glad they kind of gave it a break for a while past that because uh, it just got a little tiresome i was i was listening to uh i can't remember which podcast like rebel fm or something they had some kind of inside like there i guess there was a before this god of current god of war came out there was another god of war game that they were in development and then they just shut it down because it just wasn't working out again it's like something after ascension i don't know but uh yeah i'm glad that they kind of just let it die for a while yeah Maybe they just had another angry god story. How about you, Aaron? What, yeah. When you when did you remember when you first played the? Well, I, I remember when back when it was an RPG. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I forgot about that. Top uh. ten RPGs, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I just remember when they first that game first came out, two thousand five. I picked it up. I I I liked the game itself. It was really. I mean, now that I look back on it, the story was kind of meh. But at the time, I really enjoyed the story. And the whole just ripping <laughs> bad, bad guys yeah. apart piece by piece. You enjoyed the power-up elements. Yeah, I liked that a lot. And you could actually, like... 
Well, you were like a young, I mean, you're like a angsty teenager at this point, right? Young, angsty at 18. <laughs> yeah, see? I mean, oh, man. Because how old were we? We're like mid-20s? Uh, sounds about right. Late yeah. 20s? Mid, uh, yeah, I was, mid to late, I think. I, I met you guys. Late 20s, I think. Yeah. But I, I like the game, and now I look at back, I'm like, I really crave story, and now I, I look even more so, no, I... That's kind of dumb to like it for its story. It's really just a good hack and slash. I don't know for for the offerings back then. I mean, the story wasn't it wasn't Metal Gear Solid too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> story content was pretty much just stuck in RPGs and action yeah. games yeah. were kind of questionable. So I mean, really, God of War, it did good for when right. for its time. It, was great. it did. Yeah, and then I I played two, and that one I felt like had a little bit more going on i mean it's still simple it's still continuing the whole angry god man angry god man little bald guy hacking daddies up still but then i played three and that one who the graphics on that were just incredible at the time i mean they just really took more time to do all the stuff and there's that giant poseidon who filled the entire screen that was awesome though they really could have put a little more thought into some of the bad guys in some of those like yet you don't get to really fight Hermes you have to chase him that was, that was really stupid but um well, I, I, go ahead oh no I was uh, then he had to fight Zeus towards the end that, that was really a, one of the harder fights I ever had in a game but Poseidon was probably my favorite but one thing I heard about their development process for those main God of War games is that they did the very first level as one of their final challenges. Yeah. For all the things they learned with the engine, they did their best and to make it wild and crazy. You know, it's a uh, Hydra. You had the Poseidon one and three. I forgot what the second one was. Well, there was Hades. What was the first level in that one? In which one? The which second one? one. God of War two. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't remember I what that one Titans was. Titans in that one, if I remember right. I feel like they do that. With yeah. Was that the Solid Titans? Well. Yeah. Cause yeah. Because isn't that isn't that Athens with all the ash? Yeah, I think yeah, some something. I think so. Because the first one is is the Hydra. Yeah, right? isn't it where you're running around the city and it's all ashy? Yeah, and I think there's so. the big dude yeah, hanging out in the that's bay. right. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. So it's like this grand epic scale on the first level of every single one of the God of War games. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And they all supposedly they always program those last. Yeah, I always feel like the God of War games. Oh, at least God of War One was the first game where I had the true sense of scale. You know, I where you felt like when you were going up against the big bad guys, they were actually really big. Yeah. yeah. But they weren't impossible to beat. Yeah. So one of the interesting things is uh, the engine that God of War runs on. The game they were working on before that, that you, where they were working with the engine, was Kinetica. And it's like the kind of a car combat game. You know, like you're the people and yeah. you have blades. Huh. You race on this. R- I have it on PS2, okay. uh, and you're like you basically have these suits that have wheels on the hands and feet. Yeah, I, I remember something about it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. oh no, I know the one you mean. And yeah. you kind of turn and you bump people. That's by Sa- Sony Santa Monica, and that engine is what would become the engine for God of War. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Um. But uh, so basically, I guess I just wanted to talk about like how we. Um. Like then, did you care about the? I mean, the violence. Did you really care? I remember being not shocked, but I remember thinking it was one of the most violent. Or at least the first one was one of the most violent video games I've played. Because I think it might have 
Was it before or after Grand Theft Auto? That was after Grand Theft Auto it 3. Was, yeah, but it was, I mean, it was pretty, like, in your face and lots of knives and stabbing and stuff. So. And then there was a lot of sex. Yeah, yeah sex that, that was the other thing. Yeah, the sex mini games. Oh, yeah, the little yeah. mini games. Yes. I don't know. I, I think at that point I didn't really notice it. I mean, I, I noticed it, of course, but I thought it was more funny. Yeah, I didn't, goo- I didn't goofy care. Goofy gore, just, tearing was, wings off of things and whatever. Just It was just nice to see a video game that wasn't afraid of like that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, because I think coming out of the late 90s, a lot of video games were afraid to be that graphic. Yeah. Because, you know, all the parents would be like, turn yeah. those children into murderers. I, I've yet to murder anyone, by the way. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I personally never really felt like that game ever really offended me in terms of, like, the gore and the killing stuff. Like, I mean, I've played before, I mean, af- between now and the PlayStation stuff like that, that's never really bothered me ever. And... And of course, I've also played other more brutal games like Dead Space and uh, Resident Evil and stuff like that. But those games are like, if you play those games, you're kind of like, meh, with God of War. Even the part in 3 where you rip off um, uh, Apollo's head or something like that. And it's like, meh, compared to that. Yeah, it's probably like movies. So, I mean, I was watching something the other day and they blew this guy, top of this guy's head off. And it was like a TV show, and the special. I was thinking, wow, the special effects were much better than most of those movies I watched in yeah, the eighties. Yeah, and you know, so, yeah, yeah, but things have moved on. But yeah, the the violence always just seemed like it fit in that world. Oh, so it, it did. It didn't yeah. seem off-putting or anything. It just part yeah, of yeah. You imagine that a world lore. in which gods are kind of in the control of destiny. Yeah, of mankind. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a violent world when anyone can. So minus the, the current God of War that just came out, since only Jared and I have played it, um, what would you, did you have a favorite in the series at that time? Like, like we'll say up to the, not this one, but what was your favorite game in that series? I th- I think it was two, because, I mean, I yet I don't remember the beginning too well, but I do remember the Titans, and I loved the cinematic you know, uh, aspect of the game. It was just such cool cinematics in it. And the gameplay, you know, it was God of War, so it was really cool with huge backdrops. It was massive, just climbing up Gaia, I think it was, near the end. That was pretty cool. That whole segment was just so cool. How about you, Aaron? Uh, I got to say three, because I felt like it was like the end of the series, because like as you destroyed the, the gods with the help of the Titans, like you could see parts of the world breaking apart like when you took down Poseidon the water d- disappeared when you took down um god what's his name the underworld guy um Hades like Hades. S- something else happened with it and then like when you took down Zeus the sky got all black like everything just completely faded from existence because they were the ones holding everything together you kind of felt like you had an impact as you did I mean granted you were you were kind of helping yourself out at the end but you kind of felt like he kind of started feeling more guilty as he had to take down these gods because he just at the end, he was kind of like, what did I do? I caused all this to happen. This is bullshit. And I guess I was talking about three, by the way. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. way. How about you do? Do you have a favorite or do you, do they blur no, together? No, one and two blur together for me. Right. It's like one, two is just more of one. Yeah, uh, you know, continuation of the plot. Yeah, I mean, I don't have, I don't, like I said, I didn't really care for them at all. Um, 
Kratos is such an asshole. Just a like a character I just could never just not get into for some reason. And yeah. I like violent games. I like Reminds me of you a know, couple of movies I've watched where they make the car- character such an arsehole in the first 15, 20 minutes that it doesn't matter that they're really nice for the rest of the movie. All it, you can think is they're an arsehole. But I don't even yeah. he's never nice again. And then, yes, you're on a vengeance tale, but Jesus Christ, you're not just killing them. You're just killing everything. And it's just, it's just so, I don't know, I just could never get into it. And you just, even to people that are helping him, he's just a dick to him. And it's just, it kind of got, I don't know, just. I don't know. I, can see I just that. couldn't get into it. I could never get into it. And so, um, yeah. So, uh, so this is interesting as we uh, kind of, Jared and I will uh, go into our slight uh, review of this new game. Uh, but Corey Balro- Balrock, Barlog, the uh, game director of this current one, so he was, he's been with this series for a very long time. He, he was a lead animator on one. He was the game director of two and three. Dang. But he left three... Uh, eight months after after development started uh, and he went off and did some other stuff. Um, he did help write Ghost of Sparta, which is the PSP version, but in 2013 he rejoined Sony Santa Monica and put a team together then to work on this new current incarnation of God of War. Now, the main reason I wanted to talk about God of War and all the old stuff is and why I played it is that even though I don't like it, I am really glad and appreciative of playing some of that stuff because man this new game is so there's just a lot of feels and even though i didn't like what was going on then it just really hits a lot of like notes in that game that it's just so important i think um and I, we're not gonna, i don't want to spoil anything obviously for anybody but uh there's just a lot of awesome moments and i'm really appreciative for having played and suffering through those games in a, in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a way so um but uh yeah, I mean, I don't know where to even start with the new game, but it is, it is, believe the hype, I think. It is as awesome as everyone is saying. So um, let's start with the first question. Is it an RPG? Um, <laughs> there's it, heavy RPG elements. It's in more of an RPG than it ever has ever been. Ever has been. Um, I mean, it's, there are side quests. You do get quests from people. You do craft things in a sense. Um, there's a, you know. You can look at the map. You level up. Points. Can you dick around with your costume? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so that's definitely getting into. Yeah, there's it's definitely there's definitely a lot of heavy art. I would still say it's more. I would say it's less a hack and slash game now. It's more of an action adventure game. Yeah. Yeah. You actually have to plan out your battles and Um, do a lot lot better. So, but I wouldn't say it's a full on RPG, but it definitely has some really heavy RPG elements in this time around. So. uh, but uh, yeah, we'll answer any of your questions you guys have. That'll make it easy. But Jared, if you want to say how your experience has been with the game, yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. Uh, as I was saying uh, earlier, is the scale of the old ones really got me. Uh, I I just bumped into a part at a lake that uh, the scale is like nothing I've ever seen. It was so impressive. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too because the scale has kind of in a sense been flipped where it used to be the little guy and it pulls out to this big thing. The camera now sits right over his shoulder. So the scale is yeah. kind of reversed in a way and the way they do it is just because the whole thing is one camera shot. The the, cam- the game never breaks mm-hmm. or cuts or anything. It's just really impressive how cinematic the game is. Um, uh, yeah, it's really so great. So is Kratos a more sympathetic character this time around? 
Uh, he's yeah. You I mean, you can tell he has uh, other concerns other than himself. He's That's got a bit nice. older and he's mellowed a bit. Uh, he's still there. He's uh, still a violent mo, but it's you know, it's just but it. You know he's like matured quite a bit. He he knows that he had a problem in the first three games, and he's trying to <laughs> rectify it, fix uh, his, sense, yeah. uh, some issues. Fix based it by on killing that. everyone. <laughs> no, no. Well, here's the other thing. I think the game does a really good job of, uh, uh, you know, explaining why they have to kill these people. Where in the past, or in like a lot of games, like Uncharted or whatever, you the hero doesn't want to kill people, but then he kills like 400 dudes. You know, um, in this game, you don't kill a lot. I mean, you kill a lot. But it's it's it seems like it's meaningful in a sense. He's trying to, you know, teach his son things, and so um, I don't know. It just all it's just a really well made. You know how some games have a this is really good and that's really good, but it doesn't quite. I think everything in God of War just gels together so well. So is it is it like when you say gels together? I think of Horizon where it's like nothing super original but it all gels together really well and tells a good story is it basically that kind of level of stuff or does it bring something new to the gameplay well i think the one the single shot camera thing brings something totally new to the game i mean that is i've never seen that and it's it yeah. sounds like it was super hard to do i, I wish sounds anybody like luck be. in duplicating that that's uh, uh it's pretty up. amazing yeah the other thing i will say is like horizon does a lot of good things well um but like a lot of the side quest characters are just want throwaway uninteresting and a lot of dialogue in horizon is just kind of ugh. i feel like all the dialogue all the characters in god of war are just top form i yeah. mean this is just all top form all so the, all the ones i've met are really interesting yeah, and different they don't. They don't all talk the same, or just have weird little dialogue bits. They're actually well fleshed out characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just. Uh, and then I feel like it is a simple story, but the story hits more emotional notes for me than Horizon. Even though Horizon has a really kind of cool sci-fi story. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. Cool. And it's kind of original more original than I would say God of War story yeah. is, obviously. Horizon's quite a cold sci-fi story. Right. Just, so God of War's more of a human... I mean, God, God of War's a really simple... story. Really I mean, it's the simplest of plot, really, when you get down to the basics of what's going on in God of War, but but their interaction and their conversation and the, the evolution of the characters is what you're really... It's kind of like a character study, I guess, more so than uh, you know that kind of thing. And it's really mm. impressive to see a game do that. And uh, I don't know. I was kind of blown away. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, you know, you're always kind of like, oh, I don't like this franchise. And there's yeah. a lot of hype for this franchise. And I must admit, I was surprised you bought it off the yeah, bat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I actually bought the PS4 Pro bundle with God of War. Yeah. Yeah. That is a yeah. nice looking place. Well, I'm, pretty how, cool how many months have, been, have I been talking about the right time and right deal for a PS4 Pro. Yeah, I was really surprised when you sent the photo out. And I think they're all the text messages were all in the wrong order cuz <laughs> Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our text messages have been all maybe jacked we, up. We probably yeah. should start no a new kidding. group or something maybe, yeah. but uh, something. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I'm going to blame Aaron. Hey. I, I'm really, you know, eager to, for you guys, Dave and Aaron to play it and then ha come back and have in, you know, in a few weeks and have a more spoiler-filled conversation about the game. 
and whether you guys are going to enjoy it as much as we did or because jared i finished it i beat it um, but i'm still playing it there's so oh my gosh there's so much content and it's not like it's content you feel like you need to do it's just you're i finally constantly find myself adventuring very unlike a lot of games like in assassin's creed i was platinuming it and i felt like it was a work like i'm having to do this yeah oh, grinding it out grinding it out. dude i don't know man i I beat it Saturday, late Saturday night, and I had put like 18 hours into it. And then the next Sunday, yesterday, I got up and I put another eight hours. And I was just tooling around, finding out these other, you know, quests. And everyone's so well developed. And, you're com- you know, it just seemed like it was a natural continuation of the game. And that it, I don't know, it's magical, I think, in a sense. I don't know. One, Super awesome. One thing I like about the progression is you'll you'll walk by things and just kind of look at it. And like, that's got to be something where most games will tell you, oh, you need this item. Yeah. This game is just like, no, you, you, you don't know what this is yet. It's just move along. Yeah. When you find it, you'll come yeah, back. Yeah. It, it looks different, and uh, you'll know why later. It's not like a complete open world, but it's a very gated open world. So it's kind of like the Tomb Raider, current Tomb Raider games, or kind of some of the Uncharted stuff, I guess. That's yeah, way. they have a large zones to explore. Yeah. Branching so. paths kind of a thing. If. If the one way looks like it's this place you're supposed to go, go the other way, yeah. kind of a thing. But uh, I don't know. Super awesome game. Um, yeah, I, I think it is at this point. Obviously, it is my game of the year. I don't know what else is going to beat it. I guess Red Dead's out there, but I don't think Red Dead will. Uh, from what I've seen so far of Red Dead, I don't think it'll come close so far. But what about Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter is a great and entertaining game, and I love to do it. And I spend a lot. I've spent more time in that than any you know anything in a long time. I played a bunch of that this weekend too. It does not have the. Uh, I'm a story guy at the end of the day, uh, yeah. and Monster Hunter story is kind of shit. That's a fair. That's a fair. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not that's playing a fair for the story. <laughs> um, but anyway, if you guys have any more questions, we can answer it or not. We can move on. If, or if Joe has something else he wanted to say. No, I just want to play more. Mm. I want to keep going. It's uh, one of those games that uh, you can easily sit down because you're satisfied by what's been going on, but there's always something calling you back because it's just so interesting and you're in a sense of wonder, just wondering all the characters and what their stories are about or like even the smithies, like what what's oh, the conversations with them. Oh, my God. Are, gets, yeah, they're really awesome. I don't want to spoil anything with Jerry because yeah. he's not finished, but wow, those characters are hilarious uh hmm. and then just the north 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 mytho- north norse mythology is super i know a little bit of it but not a lot and just listening to uh because while you travel you hear these stories and stuff and it's just really awesome the way that stuff gets uh, handed out to you and so were were you reading the entries that atreus was putting in his journal about each enemy or character or anything that kind of yeah uh, I don't know where you are in the game, so I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been doing all that, just reading, because it, it'll throw you hints, right, and stuff about the enemies and some lore, right. I was yeah. gonna actually ask about Atreus. Is he like somebody you can control, or does he kind of do his own thing? Do you have like a supple? You, you of... can control him with square. Oh. By uh, and he does, he directing does. where his arrows are going oh, to shoot. Okay. And he does both actually. Oh, sweet. So, and he has his own skill tree. You level him up. Nice. And armor and upgrades for his weapons and stuff like that. Okay, that's what I was curious about because I didn't know if he had a complete control system where he just kind of followed you around and you don't have to. You don't have to worry about him dying. It's not like a. It's not like a fucking uh, escort mission (laughs) or something like that. No, he's he's he's, not a problem. He's capable. He's not annoying. He's super entertaining. 
um it, it he makes the i mean him and i mean they make this the whole game possible yeah. well yeah I, I made it to a point where it, he definitely shows his skill oh good that's what i was worried about Alrighty. Uh so we'll, uh so yeah, so far I mean I'm giving it the highest of recommendations. We don't give I guess we don't really give scores here, but it's yeah, I believe the hype it's like a ten. Yeah. So far so good. Um I don't think I've had I mean, oh and we haven't even talked about the puzzles, but the puzzles are really fun. Oh my sh- and there's so much shit going um, on in this game. Yeah, just throwing the axe around at the different little bells and stuff. Uh, that's there, pretty cool. Well and then there's there's shit that they don't even explain in the game that you just find come upon. It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that's I'm, I'm, I got to go back home and just play right now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we'll talk more. You'll hear, be hearing more about, uh, God of war for uh, a while. I'm sure. Um, so we'll move on to, uh, what we've been playing guys. And obviously on the beat list, I beat God of war. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I did beat a game, but, uh, I didn't, what do you guys, what have you been, what you guys been playing? Well, do you want to do the beat list? Oh, would first? you? Okay, would you beat something? I beat Hellblade. So oh, I a sacrifice. Yeah. Such a good game. I Did you platinum it? it? No, I that missed was my I first missed like, question. Though. I missed like five little stones you around gonna, there. You gonna go back through? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to, but I just I don't know if I will. I probably should just go find the trophy hunter thing online, right? You yeah. You have to. You can find a guide, and they'll show you where there are. I should borrow this from one of you and get another. It's, it's digital, digital only. Digital only. <sighs> Sorry, Dave. Sorry, buddy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can get the guy, but you, pre- you pretty much have to run through the whole game again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll download it on your system, Dave. I was going to say, you can give me your uh, old system now that you've got a new pro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you beat anything, Dave? Nope. Nope. No beats. All right. Just Aaron and I on the Norse mythology action. Uh, yeah. Okay, Jerry, what have you been playing? I mentioned it already. God of War and uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, my my cousin finally picked it up as well as Jason, so I can uh, start playing that again uh, in the early stuff. So yeah, I did notice that uh, it's uh, May fourth. It's when the other Street Fighter character Sakura, Sakura, Sakura. Yeah, I think Sakura. Sakura. Uh, she comes. Uh, she's a she's a high level. Her costume. You'll be able to play high level. Okay. She's a high level challenge in the arena. So. Well, that's, that, that's the one that is always all over Ryu, isn't isn't she? That's like Ryu's little... I guess. It's something like that. Like I don't know. She's a little teenage girl or something like that. Yeah, huh? she is. Like she's in the yeah, she wants outfit. to learn from Ryu or right. something. So, yeah. Super so, adorable. So I'll come back and grind that costume out, yeah. I'm sure. Well, uh, so I jumped into... Uh, just solo round of the new elder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you get to go into kind of a new zone. It's uh, pretty cool. small and you can only explore it for a little bit. Uh, it doesn't have like an excursion mode or anything like that. Uh, but it gives you 50 minutes. And uh, I thought it gave you 50 minutes, but because uh, I was not attacking him, I was doing more exploring. He, he escaped early. So I only got to explore for like 10, 15 minutes. But while you're doing that, you can kind of knock some rocks on his head and start attacking him and stuff and get some of the gold off of him so you can forge some stuff. Right. So I I was doing that. And there's some critters you can capture with the net. Hmm. So it's worth it just uh, jumping in there solo because it introduced a new siege mode where uh, there's like four groups of four. So it's 16 people that are going to be fighting this elder. 
So it, it'll be a challenge because uh, I couldn't imagine doing it with one person. I'm sure no. people have already, but there's cannons you can load and prepare for when he comes by you. Uh, there's rocks you can drop on his head if you shoot him with your rocks or whatever. So there's traps you can lay for him, but he's he's so huge. And I guess you're supposed looks to really cool. Supposed to break off his mantle on his head. That's yeah. where the big like, prizes. You are. have to destroy to complete the actual event. You have to destroy both of his horns. And uh, that's the end of the event. But uh, supposedly, uh, like every time you go, uh, you have to be in one specific group and stick with that group. Uh, Like our couch co-op thing. If we kept on just battling that until the end of it, this tally will keep going up of more experience earned on the character. Interesting. Yeah. So it's something you have to just kind of... Keep doing knock it. away over time but it goes away so quick it's like the beginning of may it's gone right like may 9th i'll have to jump in there and check it out yeah, yeah. so i, I want to jump in with a bigger group and uh see if uh if we can get a little farther that'd so, be pretty awesome because it's it's really cool in there it's you know he's armor plated in gold and supposedly you can knock off a bunch of weapons off of him because metal is attracted to him interesting so he's collected different ranges of weapons yeah so you can get variants of a lot of different weapons that you could already forge. Just they have like a gold variant, pretty much. Huh. I, be- I bet this comes back. I bet this is their way of playtesting this this mode. Yeah, and <laughs> it seems like a really cool mode. Just uh, I need to jump in some of the bigger groups because uh, you can filter when you're matchmaking into advanced groups or groups that plan on only going for certain things. Huh. So uh, it might be worth uh, digging into that because it, it's really cool from what I saw. Cool. Aaron, you've been playing something else or only Hellblade? Uh, mainly Hellblade. I did I did jump into the arena and Monster Hunter. I'm trying to get the Mega Man armor, but now that I hear more about the um, Siege mode, I might have to try that out myself. You have to be level 16, I believe. Oh, son of a... <laughs> get on it, Aaron. So there, there's three people I've played with uh, You're not level can't 16 jump in yet. yet. No. As far as I know, I'm not yet. Uh, yeah, you you might be close. You might be close, but uh, I mean, you bur- you beat Nero Gigante, right? Not yet. Okay, I, yeah. So, you, I mean, that that was locked at what nineteen? No, no, no. No. Okay, yeah, no. that was pretty early then. Because you, because it's like he's like four, thirteen or fourteen. Because then when you finally beat him, and no, because then when you beat the story, then you level up a bunch of times. Um, so I, I was talking to Ian in the car last week about what Monster Hunter needs. And they need an app like Destiny has. That would be nice, actually. Because then you'd be able to look at your friend's stats and their character pages. You'd be able to sort your equipment and do all kinds of stuff like that where it would be useful because, uh, it I don't know, like com- conversing with you right now, it'd be easy just to check your character. Yeah. You, can, you can send out character cards and all that to all your friends. Capcom has no care for this. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I, I think it'd be really cool to have. Probably. Manage loadouts because loadouts are pretty important in that game. All right, Dave, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, some more Just Goes Free. Just um, Goes. Working my way through it. Capture the big base. Uh, I think I'm about two-thirds through the missions. Um, it's a good game. I really like the way you travel around the map with the wingsuits and the parachutes and you can do fast travel. Um, that's really cool. And I like taking over the 
areas, even though they all kind of spread out sometimes. He, he packs up that parachute pretty quick, doesn't he? Oh, I know. Yeah, packs it, and you can <laughs> well, use you, it again. Well, if you're using the wingsuit, and then you hit the parachute, you go up a couple of foot, and then you can wingsuit again. So yeah. you can pretty much fly forever. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of cool. And then I've been playing uh, Doom VFR, and it's... It's good, it but it knocks me nauseous. Uh oh. You know, Doom is a very fast game, and oh, yeah. the way I've got it set, I can play it for about half an hour tops before I'm like really pushing it. Did you unlock it to full motion? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's fast like the original game. You oh yeah, I mean it's fast. You turn around quarter turns. Like one one battle. So I had the headset on. I was facing the TV when I started, and when I finally <laughs> saved and exited, I was facing like three quarters of the way <laughs> like almost <laughs> the opposite way completely and i had yeah. no clue that's funny because you know there were uh, just so many things flying around me i've been like shoot left shoot right yeah so, you know. uh, it sounds fun though it is fun uh it's not as polished as uh farpoint yeah in a lot of ways it's so when you use the aim controller with farpoint just simple things like if you tilt the gun over the gun in your hand tilts over so it feels like you're actually holding what you see because as you move what you've got in your hands, it moves on screen with you. Right. Whereas in Doom, it doesn't. I mean, it basically it's basically just point. So as long as whatever direction it's pointing in is whatever direction it's pointing in, but it's always yeah. vertical. So you might as well just play with the controller. I th- you know, I honestly think the move controllers might be a better deal um, mm. because... Later on, you can dual wield, so you can have like a grenade launcher in one arm and a shotgun in the other. And when you're using the aim controller, you can only aim the whatever's in your right hand. Interesting. And Whereas I believe if you have move controllers, because there's two of them, you can aim your secondary like weapon in a different. How do you direction. joystick that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't uh, know. I mean, you'll you'll have to give that a shot. Maybe even try the controller just sitting down. Just uh, with your PS4 controller and sit down. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to beat it because I, I, I think I went to hell or I'm on my way to hell, which is the last level. Okay. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm at least halfway through. Because the game's different than the original, right? It's it uses a, a lot of the same zones and a lot of the same models and some of the battles are the same, but it's like condensed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, smaller experience, but uh, still do. Yeah, you're in the same areas, and you fa- and they tend to stack the baddies more than they do in the original Doom. So, you know, it starts off with some of the little demons, and you get the bigger demons, the bigger ones still, and so on and so forth. I I remember playing it. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't give you like the animations when you melee kill them. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't do that. Just Although you teleport I, inside I of them, they like kind of splat. I kind of oh. like the teleport kill. It's actually really useful it when is, you get it into is it. It is cool, but I think it should teleport so you do the melee kill because yeah, I mean, th- those were really cool. cool it, you should kind of like dive with your hands together and then like pull them apart. Yeah, yeah, you could do something to animate it because uh, th- those were really, really cool. I, I mean, as I said earlier, I don't really care. I think gore is more funny than it is gross. I think it's a game that could do really well in vr but i feel like the vr implementation is kind of half-baked a little they forced it it, yeah they just didn't well it was based on an engine that wasn't made for vr so they just kind of had to fight it i'm sure true but it works pretty well with the like it's the small things it's not the it's not the macro things i mean 
It would be nice if you had a freaking jump button at times as well because yeah. you get stuck on like little steps oh, yeah. and you're like, why can't I step up here? And then you're like, oh, I've got to teleport. Well, probably because it'll make you throw up. Yeah. True. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But then you're like, oh, I've got to teleport to get up there. Right. You know, and it's like a six-inch step. Oh, funny. Yeah. You're oh, like, God. I've Just pretend it is a jump. But yeah, jumps, I, again, like... When I go downstairs in VR, when it's full motion, it's just like, whoa, where'd my knees go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't imagine jumping out of things or on things or down cliffs and not falling over in my in real life. Yeah. I, I, it's, I, I do think Farpoint did a much better, better, like, you know, effort at in integrating the VR into it. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, I played a little bit of Farpoint and helped Ian out through the scary bits uh, with the spiders. Yeah, and someone I, has to I, save him from I the had spiders. had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, that's probably why he doesn't beat it. Yeah. Spiders There's no back. spiders at the end. The spiders right. come back. Really? Oh. It, well, oh, I, haven't got, I haven't got to that point yet. Oh, sorry to hear that. For Everything Ian. comes back. Oh, man. I just, you know, I have too many games. <laughs> Some <laughs> games I just... Yeah, <laughs> I just haven't touched my VR in a while. You know, it's just one of those things. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of find I have to force myself to play it in some respects because most most nights I'm like, oh, I can put that on and stand up, or I can just sit on the couch and play just scores. I only or sit on the couch and watch TV. I find I only really pull it out when it's someone who hasn't tried it, and it's like, yes, let's do it. Bring bring your fun. bring your external and uh, drag it over to my place next week, and no. uh, let's test out the pro. I'm interested. It's I don't. I don't want to buy one right now. It's but, so much uh, work to get my PlayStation camera and stuff disconnected because yeah, it's backing around. Yeah, man. Like Dave that, has an easier setup to take apart than I do. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is, the VR just has way too many cables. Yeah, it's like one of those things. Once you set it up, it's it's hard enough. Like I was saying, it's hard enough to put the thing on your head, let alone disconnect the like seven cables or whatever it is. It's all connected up. Yeah. Just cleaning it was a bitch the other when I cleaned my game room and dusted it heavily a couple weeks back and it's just like ugh. They they sell <laughs> some nice cases at Best Buy. They do. That's, yeah. that's money I can just spend on another game. Or you could just put not a nice play. cloth over it. <laughs> yeah. Just like your I'll camera. You play anything else, Dave? No. Nope, that's it. All right. Uh I played a little I bought a little game called Robonauts on the Switch. It was like three dollars. I thought you were gonna say Robonazis. No, Robonauts. <laughs> and it's just a little like arcade platformy game. It's pretty cool. Um it's kinda cool because you travel around the planet and shoot these things and then you can jump to other planets. That's fun. And so it's kinda cool. And it was on sale for three bucks. It has a demo. I played the demo, the demo was fun. Three bucks. That seems like a good price. Um so I played a little bit of that. And then uh, Ghost Recon, obviously, uh, still ta just like with Dave and Jess Cause, I kind of tap in and out of that game. And then I reached uh, Champion Point 165 in ESO. Woo! And, uh, Woo! Nice. We had, I streamed it, uh, was it Friday night? I think so. Uh, so. Are you now the DPS player, is it? Or I'm a DPS player, yes. <laughs> uh, Have you reached your goals in DPS? <laughs> no, I have no. No, I have not reached goals. Uh, I'm I now at a, at 160. I get the best gear. So now I just have to work on that, making that gear better. But uh, I did a, like a four-hour stream, and uh, JPK, Bill, and Danny were all in the 
in the chat with me streaming out and it's a pretty hilarious stream of all of us uh, chit-chatting jpk was uh talking about the show and he's talking about far cry 5 and uh he's gonna write us a review of it so that we can read on the air at some point and uh if he wants he can record it and send it to us he could, oh he could record it audio yeah. i also said that he could probably just be on the show and we could just call in he could call in and we'd just plug him in but uh he said uh he's gonna be busy for a couple weeks or something so He's going on. He's he's going on holiday, as he said. Oh, wow! His radio days are over. So so when people are in your he's chat, right. uh, like JPK, I don't know if uh, do you know if he has the share one broadcast thing because yes. that's actually an option you have to enable. Yeah. So we go. Me and Bill go through that all the time, and then we we're all making fun of that. So yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure everyone. I'm not sure if Danny was, but because yeah. yeah, that that'd be not. It'd be a funny. It was yeah. pretty funny conversation. The stream is pretty hilarious at the beginning. Okay. Um, we were all playing. Uh, JPK is play, going through Mad Max right now. He really likes that game, and so we were all. And Don, Danny was playing Far Cry Five, and I was playing ESO with Bill, and it was pretty funny. It was a good times. So, uh, if you care, that stream is probably going to be up for a while longer. But uh, so ESO, I've been playing that, and uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Well, you brought up the Switch. I did play a little more Blossom Tales, but... Uh, Blossom Tales. Nobody cares, but I'm enjoying it. Really, I've just been playing God of War. That's mm. all I care about. It's all in my mind. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, we can wrap this up, man. Oh, we don't need to actually, be... Oh, are we going to beat Broforce? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We might try to beat Broforce. Do, yeah. do we have enough time to do Aaron's this is mobile minute? No, no we're, it's, uh, we're out of time. We're oh, out of time. man. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for next week. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Aaron. This eh, is the latest okay. couch co-op. We're going to beat Broforce. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 We'll beat it. Hopefully we're on we'll the last island. Stream it. Hopefully we'll see yeah. how it goes. Um, anyway, I want to thank all of you guys for listening and anybody who watched for like two seconds. Uh, remind you to leave feedback on Twitter and Facebook at Couch Co-op Shows. Uh, all one word, no hyphen. Uh, the Twitch channel is twitch.tv, the Couch Co-op Show. We'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. And I guess they probably do reviews on Google Play. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's probably. like any any Google thing you can review. Just uh, leave us a review. Leave it. Uh, I want to thank Jared. Of course. Aaron. Absolutely. And Dave. On the couch. For joining me here on the couch. For Couch Co-op, I'm Ian. Reminding you to please be excellent to each other. Yippee-ki-yay. Bye. Couch Co-op. <laughs>